What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Movie Crush, the Mini Crush Monday edition with me, your host, Charles W. Chuck Bryant, and our co-host, co-host, Noel Brown. Noel Brown. (laughs) Co-host with the mole host. I went two-year-old all of a sudden. It happens, man. It's still kind of early. Yeah, it's 10.15. You can still classify that as being morning times. Could you imagine if we did a show, Noel, where we stopped and corrected all those stupid flubs? No, to make like a perfect professional show, it, w- it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be what it is. It wouldn't be the the mini crush. The people stop that, that momentum. D- that people demand. <laughs> people demand authenticity from us, Chuck. We can't go and and slice and dice. You know, Thank Lord, I misspeak a lot and all. We made that decision very early on in stuff you should know. Oh, it's important just to kind of you know make it as conversational as possible. If we if we mess something up, we'll just restate it yeah every once in a while if we really fuck something up we might do a retake oh same yeah it's pretty much just roll tape it's gotta be I mean, it is, there's different different flavors of that for sure, sure. Like with uh, with ridiculous history with me and ben we do these very short shows that are lots of info and a lot of it is pretty important to kind of get right and, and move on to the next thing so right we, we it's do, a little so tighter we, we do stop and start uh, a decent amount but um yeah with this kind of show it's much more of a fluid organic organic orgasmic dare i say uh <laughs> conversation between two bearded burly dudes bmbs mm-hmm. that's us mm-hmm. so Noel, this week we decided meaning me yeah 
Because you just show up. I show up. That's the only thing you have to do uh-huh. is show up and run your mouth. Yep. I, I got to put in the work. I know. Get that, and, and think get of that, all these bits and segments. Get that work. So, oh, quick, 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 quick thing. Okay. Uh, Davi Diggs, friend of the show. Yeah. Guest of the show. Recently discovered he has a phenomenal experimental hip-hop group called Clipping. Yeah. Just want to plug their new record. Sure. Uh, yeah, they got a new record out. It's called... Uh, there existed a thirst for blood or something like that. Hold on. Yeah, so everyone, Davi Diggs, you heard on the uh, – he was a guest on the show. Uh, he was uh, obviously rose – shot out of a cannon to fame in the in a little musical called Hamilton. Uh, but he's a really good guy and he was on Movie Crush. And if you were going to plug clipping, we should also plug um, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne, uh, our good friend and colleague over at Max Fun. Because he uh, is one of the great interviewers of our generation. That's where I heard about clipping was yeah. David's interview on Bullseye. Yeah. So David went on Bullseye and he uh, afterward told Jesse or maybe it was even on air said that that was the best like one of the best interviews that he had ever had. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And yeah, clipping the record, by the way, is on Sub Pop and it's called There Existed an Addiction to Blood. Um, people are kind of classifying it as horror rap. Is it's, it great? It's really great. Really cool, trippy uh, production. Like they use the sound of like ball bearings and static. Ooh. It's very, very cool and really good, uh, good flow. Very, uh, the whole deal is he never refers to himself in the first person. It's always like from third person perspective and like a character kind of that he's playing. Oh, interesting. Um, so it, none, none of that like self aggrandizing kind of hip hop swagger. It's much more like me, story. Me, me. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really, really cool. But no, 100%. That, that Jesse Thorne interview, I heard it and he talked about clipping and I didn't know anything about it. And I, I went and found it and have been a, a big fan ever since. Well, Jesse is uh, a student of hip hop, really knows his stuff. And I uh, sort of, you know, 87 to 97 was my hip hop years. Don't know much beyond that except for like Outcast and a little bit of the Atlanta sure. scene, Goody Mob. Um, but otherwise, 87 to 97 was my jam. And I've been listening to that stuff again lately. I don't know why. I've been listening like to a lot of Tribe Called Quest and it's great stuff. Uh, Jungle Brothers yeah. and uh, Handsome Boy Modeling School and uh, De La Soul and like all the stuff I used to love. And I played it in the car the other day for my daughter. And I was like, wait a minute. She's never heard hip hop before. Like I need to explain what's going on here. Because she's like, Daddy, what is this? And I said, well, this is called hip-hop or rap. And I had to explain to her uh, the origins of it and the difference between that and, like, regular pop music. And, like, in terms that she can get, like, you know what singing is? Like, this is a little different. Do you hear the distinction? And she did, and she understood it, and she thought it was cool. It is cool, and it's fun. A lot of that 80s stuff, too, is super bouncy and fun. Yeah. Yeah, jazzy beats. Good like stuff. Beastie Boys is super fun too. Like yeah. you know, Paul's Boutique and all that stuff. It's really great. Back in the days when I was a teenager. Right. Before I had status and before I had a pager. She was like, what's a pager? Oh, <laughs> don't even get me started. Oh, man. I still remember a lot of that stuff. I find myself like impressing myself with my, my memory of those lyrics. I know every word to Ice Ice Baby. So <laughs> that's where, that's, those are my, that's all right, my street, stop. that's my street cred. All right, stop. <laughs> No, you didn't. That was your cue. Oh, collaborate and listen. <laughs> Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Feels like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I glow. To the extreme rock a mic like a vandal. Light up the stage and wax a chump like a candle. <laughs> I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other, <laughs> a little other brothers. Can't deny. I used to know all that too. Mm-hmm. Seattle's own Sir Mix a lot. Indeed, that's right. Seattle guy. 
Pacific Northwest, and and that's uh, well, I mean, it's not Seattle, but like um, David is uh, is Oakland. That, yeah, uh, the, yeah. Well, and Jesse is from the is San Francisco. That's so right. I'm they sure they, they were they were vibing about. on that for sure. Yeah. yeah, great interview. Definitely check that one out as well. Oh, old school hip hop, Noel. Where are those movies? I want to see. Uh, I want to see the Tribe Called Quest story. I guess they did the. Uh, uh, Straight in, out of NWA. That was yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. We're actually working with the production company that made that movie on some cool music podcasts, uh, TB, oh, yeah? TBD. Interesting. Keep an, eye, keep an eye on that. I asked Jake Brennan last night uh, when we were in conversation, Jake Brennan from Disgraceland on his new book, Disgraceland, and I asked him at the end what movie biopic, rock and roll biopic that he would most like to see. And he said, I think he said Led Zeppelin would be one that he'd like to see. That'd be cool. Uh, and a starship. They had that crazy private jet, you know? A bunch of people had that plane. Oh, oh is that right? Yeah, that very plane was uh, Elton John was had passed it around after Led Zeppelin. Did not know that. Yeah, because it was all set up, you know? It already had the bar and the couches. Right, and right, right. So when Led Zeppelin's done, they were just like, let's paint the outside Elton John's colors and throw a bunch of cocaine on the... Yeah. The bar was a mirror. Of course so that, it was. That should tell you everything yeah. you oh, need to know. Oh, it absolutely does, yeah. <laughs> there was a piano. Right. In this fucking plane. Uh-huh. That's great. Uh, what movie would you most like to see? I, I'm, I'm with Jake on Led Zeppelin because yeah. there's so much like devil worship and weird witchy stuff wrapped up in that. Sure. Um, I know there's a Bowie biopic coming out, but that almost bums me out. I don't want to see that for well, some Todd reason. Haynes already did uh, Velvet Goldmine, which wasn't... It wasn't Bowie, but, but I like that better. That's I like, what I'm saying. It yeah. was enough. It's a Bowie esque figure with an Iggy Pop esque yeah. figure, and then a Brian Ferry esque figure. Yeah, like, it wasn't like it. the guys right you there. Biopics skis me out in general. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. I like them. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Rocket Man? A couple of times. Was it great? I liked it. It a lot. looked fun. It looked uh, like a like a real romp. It's a musical. Yeah. It's not uh it's not Bohemian Rhapsody. That's cool. It's a full on musical. I'm gonna check it out. I liked it. And I'm going to see Elton John again uh Saturday. Oh, here in town? Mm-hmm. Cool. Is it the goodbye for real this time, Yellow Brick Road tour? It's the same one. It's a three year tour. Got it. Uh he's like, you know, I'm gonna retire because I don't want to be with my children. So I'm going to do, you know, seven hundred shows over the next three years. Sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Which is great. Yeah, it is, it is great. And I just finished his uh memoir. Which came out a week ago, and I read it in like five days. Cool, it's really good. He's he's very funny, very he's, funny he's, writer. Yeah. He was just on, maybe it was Fresh Air. I think it was Fresh Air. Uh, he had some really interesting th- things to say about like uh, the AIDS epidemic, where he sort of missed it because he did so much cocaine that he had trouble performing, and he became more of a voyeur and, like, watching others. Yeah. And so he kind of didn't – he feels like cocaine both almost killed him and somehow saved his life. Yeah, he talks about sex and sexuality in his book. He uh, he got a very late start um, on on that kind of stuff, and he was in his 20s. And then he, he did talk about the fact that sort of during the heyday – and I think just as a person – was more into uh, to watching people have sex right. and actually getting involved. Yeah, absolutely. He talked all about that with Terry Gross, which was yeah, I'm sure. an interesting <laughs> convo. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Uh, All right, Noel. We're going to get going here with uh, a new melding. I thought, how can we get creative with Mm. haiku theater? And how about this, Noel? Haiku trope. Love it. You like that? Don't quite know what it is yet, but love it. Well, haiku is the format. The trope is your muse. Oh, say. Oh, say. Oh, say. Just uh, let's see how creative people are here. I'm making up words. (laughs) Oh, say. Oh, say. Oh, say, can you see? Here's a great example. People get it. Uh, Vito Aleo says, you will regret that. Entire cast forgets that that comes back to haunt get it so that's the trope the trope is you're going to forget that then everyone of course forgets it and then that's the thing that comes back example all right no i'm just going to go on because this should not require this much this much uh, explanation all right here we go surely you'll understand it got it our oldest of pals kbo kelly butler olson Bad guys wait their turns, fight the hero one by one, so polite to wait. Do you understand that? <laughs> fight the, yes, yes, of course. Everyone takes turns getting their ass kicked. Yes. Yeah. See, Noel? Yeah. Trope haikus. This is good. All right. It's fun, though, because it's like, it takes a minute. Your brain has to wrap around the form of the haiku. Your brain. <laughs> My brain is <laughs> admittedly a, a less a, 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 a robust brain than yours, Chuck. <laughs> But uh, I'm doing my level best. Hannah Corrali says, there's a bump at night. No worries. It was the cat. Wait for five. Monster. Cat scare. So that's the, you get the, get the cat scare, 
And that's the fake out, and then the monster, then the monster. delivers the actual. Scare. You know what's delivering? Noel is the movie crushers because they are so down. With They're this. really smart folks. Yeah. Uh, Leah Mitchell says this: old friend, going to the prom, slow motion down the staircase, everyone in awe. So that's like a, a pretty in pink type thing. Yeah, coming down. Um, maybe, maybe it's the first time you've seen said character gussied up in, in that manner. Well, she took off her glasses. She's gorgeous. Good Lord. <laughs> Brought the hair down. That's right. Falls out in luscious locks, you know, <laughs> just tumbles tumbles down, you know. Uh, Vanessa Lopez, one of the oldest of friends. Time to celebrate. Comically large cake appears. Splat. Cake everywhere. Oh, gosh. The old. What a mess. The old cake mess. What a mess. All right, Kristen bits a guy. Let's see what you got. Soft, warm, and fluffy. Brown bag, bike basket, our sole sustenance. <laughs> okay. This is a good one. You know what that is? Mm. Come on. Soft, warm, and fluffy. Brown bag, bike basket, our sole sustenance. This is a bit of a deep cut. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, is it a is it a rabbit? No. No. Marshmallow? No. Is it ET related? I'm gonna I'm gonna, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, narrow it down. All right, give it to what, me. What's the trope of what's always in the grocery bag? Oh, it's the baguette. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, that was what my brain went to first. But I was like, soft, warm, and fluffy, brown bag, bike basket, our sole sustenance. Like that's the only thing in the bag. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's very good. And and huge love and special shout out to both Kristen Bits a guy and uh, Allison Gallagher. Uh, Allison lives here in Atlanta, and she has come out twice now for fringe movie crush things. She came out for the Hodgman uh, thing uh-huh. and uh, said hi and hung out with me and Emily and my daughter and FaceTimed Kristen while we were there. She sure. just dialed her up and stuck the phone in my face. Cool. And uh, Kristen was there, and we all kind of hung out for a minute. Aww. And then she came to Jake Brennan's thing last night. That's lovely. So Allison's wonderful. She's so supportive. Uh, let me see here. Kevin Gordon, the knife is missing. We should take a look downstairs. He's right behind me. Not bad. Uh, the danger of and Gail Kuntz. Boobs, sex, gore, and guts. Tripping through the leaves in fear. Must be a slasher. Yeah. That's just a general slasher. It's a general slasher haiku. That's right. Good stuff. Uh, our old friend Louis Silva says... Takes here we go, Noel. Okay, take her glasses off. Yes, she was always attractive. Of course, she was. It works every time. Boy, does it ever! <laughs> they should. I'm surprised they haven't uh, aped that for men. I, I, like I, when a guy takes off I was, his glasses. I was about to say the same thing, but I also have a bit of a beef with this. I think girls with glasses are incredibly sexy. I'm a big fan of girls with big nerdy glasses. Yeah, I just like it as a look, as an accessory. I think it's super cute. Sure. So to me, it's like put the glasses back on. You know, I I think you're. That's just that's that could be how you spin that trope. Is she has go. her glasses off and she puts them on and yeah. and uh, puts her hair up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I like that. David Barlow, one of our old friend uh, old friends here, the mirror gag. Mirror opens up. Nobody is behind you. Mirror closes. Boo. <laughs> I don't know if I could do this. I'm sure I could, but this is very creative. Yeah, it really is. Because you're retrofitting something. I'm impressed. Yeah. Very good job, movie crushers. Uh, Beth Landers, no, don't go upstairs or down into the basement. Do you want to die? You know that there's a TV commercial 
that plays on the trope of the horror film. I can't remember what what it is, but there's all these scared kids outside, and they say something about going and jumping in the car, and the guy's like, "No, let's go, let's go hide in that shack full of chainsaws and weapons." Well, the the, the big one too is running upstairs instead of yeah. leaving the house. Yeah, you run upstairs, and, and I'd watch a lot of the the slasher movies this month for the first time, and almost half of them had an upstairs run. Right. I mean, I guess you justify it by your pan- you're in panic mode. You're not thinking. Your wits are not about you. You run up the stairs to escape to hide. I Always guess. leave, and then you hide in a closet. And then there's the shot from inside the closet peeking through the slats. Great slat that slatted yeah, closet. The slat peek. The uh, Black Christmas. Uh, Olivia Hussey. Who, who was in the great uh, Zeffirelli, Romeo, and Juliet that you probably saw in school. Was she Juliet? Yeah, No, she was Romeo. <laughs> well, I don't know if she was another character. Char- There's other female characters in Romeo and Juliet. Name one. Uh, her maid. <laughs> I'm just fucking with the you. The mother. She was Juliet. Yeah, cool. Um, she was <laughs> Black Christmas, and there's one scene where she doesn't run upstairs. She is at the front door, knows the killer is upstairs, and, like, could just leave. And she wants to go, like, help or investigate. Mm-hmm. You know, gets the fire poker and goes and walks upstairs. Who's she helping? Well, Somebody did, else up there? She, uh, yeah, there are other uh, sorty, she thinks. I mean, I don't want to spoil it. But. Well, she's the final girl, obviously, in this scenario, right? So uh, she's the badass. She's well, the one. I didn't know the, the whole final girl thing. That's how out of it I am when right. it comes to slasher films. So Annie explained all that to me on the round table. She's the one that just is, like, left, and, and it's her job to right. slay the dragon, basically. Yeah, but there are so many other layers to it that I didn't know. Annie said they usually have brown hair, and, like, there are all these weird little specific so, details. I, I probably don't know the those deep cuts, but in general, as my understanding is, they usually are badasses, and they yeah. kind of go, they they deliver comeuppance to right. to the to the killer. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. The final girl. I got to do some more research on that. Very tropey. Uh, all right, here's another baguette one. Rob real. They still use paper. The baguette is sticking up. They just went shopping. I like the other one better. Yeah, Sorry, the other one was a little. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Gorman, one of our old pals, says, hotel, food, and gas? I do not need those, you see. Cross-country, easy. <laughs> oh, I guess on road trips, like, you never see anyone eating eating or, or getting stopping. gas or yeah. staying in a hotel, yeah. unless that's part of the plot point. Well, that, well and, that, and as it should be, I would say. You can fill in those gaps yourself. Fair enough. Here's another one, Noel. Minal Data says, nerdy young woman slowly removes her glasses, is suddenly hot. That's the, the most basic description of that that you could possibly... I mean that as a compliment. Sure. To fit it into the haiku form. Yeah, agreed. And that was, very, was kind of perfect. very well done. It was almost like a bot had written that. Yes. A haiku bot. Is that a thing? <laughs> there should be a haiku bot. I'm going to Google that. Let's do one more. Uh, let me see here. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. Uh, top fan and old friend, Kat Giambruno. Train through a tunnel, two lovers see eye to eye, metaphor, oh my. You know that old bit, Noel. Oh, yeah. Two people are making love. Yeah. Train goes into the tunnel. That's right. You know what that means. Uh, it's pe- like a penis. It's a penis. And a vagina. Yeah, it's pen- full <laughs> penetration. Uh, the New York Times has a uh, haiku bot. Boy, my daughter's been going crazy with vagina talk lately. What? <laughs> yeah. She's she's been she's been making a lot of statements and asking a lot of questions. 
That's interesting. That age. Yeah, these kids, kids these days, they grow up so fast. Uh, I always think of the scene in Kindergarten Cop where the little kid says, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Yeah. It's an iconic moment. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that moment exists five times a day in my house. It's the one that taught me the difference. (laughs) Uh, It was was Kindergarten Cop. Sure. We use the real words, you know? Oh, absolutely. You don't say pee-pee and... I say pee-pee for fun sometimes. Oh, yeah? Just among my friends. (laughs) Right. I say, you know, I have to go make pee-pee. Oh. Yes. Out of your pee-pee. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right, Noel, we're going to move on to the Baconator. Mmm. We love our Kevin Bacon. And this is very easy, Noel. Just list your favorite Bacon performance. Not movie. Performance. Do you have one? Hmm. I'm going to need a minute. All right. Uh, Alex Cavanaugh, one of our old friends, says The River Wild, The Baconator, makes a great baddie. Uh, he's also adorable in Tremors, though, so it's a tie. Very true. Uh, Neil White says, Stir of Echoes, very underrated all around. Uh, Barry King, uh, he did a commercial in the UK for Apple where he dresses as Britney Spears in a red cat suit. Probably the most surreal performance by any actor. Wow. He seems pretty game. That is not in uh, the United States. Surely not. No, I have not seen that. I have not either. But I'm going to look it up because that sounds great. He is very game. Yeah, he, he's, he really leans into the whole... Six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah. He seems like he's got a good sense of humor. I think so, And it's too. just sort of a normal... Uh, I mean, he's he's been married to the... He and Kira Sedgwick have been married for many, many years. Right. He just seems like a level-headed... He seems normal. good. He seems good, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me see here. Trevor Halperin says, uh, I'm going to have to agree with Christopher Walken and go with Footloose. I see what you did there, Trevor. Very nice. My poor friend John Pendell. Saw him in New York. Uh, one of my old pals when I lived in New Jersey, he was uh, he was fooled by the Christopher Walken thing, and I felt bad. He thought it was real. I mean, you know, nobody's out to hurt anybody's feelings here with these things. Of course, his little, feelings weren't hurt. He thought it was funny. A little ruse. Uh, Brandy McCabe says tie between Sturb Echoes and Murder in the First. Uh, both times he was so unbelievable, or I'm sorry, he was so believable it was scary. Yeah, he can play a good baddie. That's interesting because he's such a well liked guy. It's hard to make that. Flip that switch. Uh, Austin Handler, one of our old pals, says, I really liked him in A Few Good Men. Really great supporting role. His performance took me out of seeing him. And as an actor, made me concentrate on the character. Not an easy task. Uh, Cashman says, come on, Footloose, of course. Iconic. Great movie. Good dancing. Uh, Jimmy Kuykendall, one of our old pals. Yeah, I'm glad someone said this one. She's having a baby. One of my favorite movies growing up, probably my introduction to heavier adult-themed comedies. And Bacon was awesome, uh, along with great use of the Kate Bush song. Yeah, Jimmy, I was one of those kids that loved, loved the shit out of that movie and still cry. I mean, I'm thinking of that Kate Hudson song and how it appears and how it's framed in the film. And it just, like, chokes me up even thinking about it. Uh, Mike Toomey, Taking Chance. Taking Chance? Is that a movie? I don't know this one. Can you look that up real quick? I will. Never heard of it, Mike. Let's see. Taking chance. Uh, Michelle, yeah. Michelle Loduca Sass says Footloose, my go-to slumber party movie. It's a historical drama. Oh, yeah? Based upon the experiences of Marine Lieutenant Colonel Michael Straub. It cuts it off. Oh, okay. Wikipedia. Michael whatever. <laughs> Michael Straub. Oh, it was Strobel. Yeah, it didn't really cut it off. <laughs> it, it, it did cut it off, but it was actually, uh-huh. it was the whole word. <laughs> Noel's figuing out the internet. Oh, my gosh, you guys. That's so good. You know a movie I haven't seen yet that is on my list is uh, Cop Car. That's supposed to be great. I don't know Cop Car. 
It was a little indie he made a couple of years ago, and I think, again, he plays a bad guy. He's a bad cop. Yeah. And then it's sort of a training day-esque situation. I think, like, the, these kids steal a cop car That's or right, and then, and then he's after them. He's like the maniac yeah, cop. I really got to see that. Uh, Joe Wellington says, Sleepers, chilling performance, frightening an evil man. God, he does play a bad guy a lot. I like, I like Sleepers it. as well. I was, that was actually the one that I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, that's a good I, film. I enjoyed that one. Uh, Steiner, our old uh, friend Chris Steiner says, Friday the 13th. I forgot he was in that. I told, the first one? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, he was he was one of the young campers. Uh-huh. He's been in a lot of Does movies. Does he get killed? Oh, I'm sure. He's not the final girl. I don't think so. You're right. <laughs> uh, Ryan Dixon says, Footloose made me fall in love with him. Uh, for sure. Anthony Noor, old friend, says, Stir of Echoes. Bo Shoemaker, Mystic River. Except for that one scene where he and Lawrence Fishburne are supposed to be drinking coffee. But it's so obvious that their coffee cups are empty. Well, that's a trope, too. Yeah. That's the thing where it's like that's, you know, it's easier. You don't, you don't want to have hot liquid in these cups. Sure. But you have to act as though there's, you know, a weight. Of yeah, that is hard to do, I think, and probably the, uh, the old suitcase bit. Like, you know, the empty suitcase. Right. That should be heavy. It's hard to act like something's heavy. You know what I would say if I was an actor? Say, put some shit in that suitcase. Put a couple things. Yeah, wait, wait down a little put, bit. Put some sort of, put like an apple <laughs> box in there, you know? Look at you with the terminology. Yeah. Uh, Whitewater Summer, and that is from Aaron Cerullo Step. He played Vic in Whitewater Summer. I guess one not, of two, two movies. Not familiar. That he played a Whitewater guy. I haven't seen this, but my, my, my dear friend Frank really loved it in the book as well as a series called I Love Dick. Um, I didn't see that. I heard I, it was good. Everyone, I've heard lots of people say it was good. Based on the memoir of this uh, writer, I believe, this kind of like who was more of a professor um, at a university. Uh, but it's supposed to be really great. Yeah, check that out. Uh, cop Car, there you go. Philip Ashworth says Cop Car. Got a bunch of trimmers people. Joshua Fish, Dustin uh, Chassard. Uh, another one. Oh, I Love Dick. There you go. Stephanie Brown. Uh, and then we're going to finish it off with a movie called Hollow Man. Yeah. Did not see that. The Vito Aiello says Hollow Man. Sort of a Invisible Man ripoff kind yeah. of. Yeah. Didn't see it. Did not either. Maybe I did a long time ago, like when it was out. Yeah. I'll check it out. It was, uh, who directed that? Was that like uh, Paul Verhoeven or something? I think it was. Good, good see, memory. Remember that. All right, now we're going to finish up with a little comment card. We haven't taken questions in a minute. And I actually, uh, actually pared these down. So we could get some good ones. Uh, this is from Jose Burns. Uh, will you take a stand against bad theater patrons and do the shush, or do you suffer in silence? Do you shush, Noel? I shush. I'll, turn, I'll, I'll at least turn my head, and I won't shush. That's so what's your move? Style. Break it down. Give me the uh, sequence. The hard head turn. And, and like, how many how many talks is this? Like four. So if someone go, says like four different things, yeah. and it's clear yeah. that they're going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Then you will do what? I just do a hard head turn. Right at them or the side? At them. Eye. Okay. At them. And just be like. Okay. Just for those of you at home, Noel just raised his eyebrow in his hands as if to say, what the fuck, bro? Right. <laughs> do you, do you, have you been to the Alamo Draft House? Uh, never. So they have a thing that they announce very clearly at the beginning of each, uh, before each, each uh, feature, um, that you can narc on your neighbors uh, for Ooh. talking. Because in the same little slip of paper that you used to order booze and, and, and food, oh. you can Tell the attendant who is talking, <laughs> Without. and you will be ejected and banned for life if you wow. do it more than once. They take they that take shit it. very seriously. Man, that is yeah. how it should be. I agree. So do I shush? 
Oh, I think for most of my life I was a non-shusher because I am more apt to uh, to either move or just to not be confrontational. Like my concert move is always to to leave where I'm standing if I'm next to that guy at the show, right? Or that that lady, the right. super drunk person, right? Right. Um, I used to just stand there and get mad, but now I just move. Yeah, I remove myself from a bad scene. If that's an option. Because that's what I have control over. If that's an option. Yeah, like if it's not a reserved seat. Right. Sure. But especially if it's a reserved seat and I've paid you know, a premium yeah. to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I've certainly got a lot of bolder in my, in my cranky old age. You want to hear something egregious yeah. that is going to piss you off? Sure. My friend Stacy Molsky, uh, one of my Max Fun friends, and she works for the Max Fun organization. She in L.A., uh, she just posted she went to uh, – I don't know him, but I've heard of him. Frank Turner is a singer. She went to a Frank Turner concert, and the fucking guy behind her played a harmonica to the songs. What the absolute actual fuck. Whenever he felt like it, even songs that didn't have harmonica, he would add his own. I would have taken that shit away from him and threw it into, uh, the, oh, into the abyss. It would have – yeah. I mean I, I would have not handled that myself. I would have gotten a person that worked there. And said, "This is ridiculous. Right? You've got to get this guy out you of here. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh no. Who thinks that's okay? Like, bro, you're not famous. Oh you're my not, god. You, no one came here to hear you with your amateur hour harmonica solos, renditions of this singer that I've never heard of. And it was John Popper. No. Well, then that, you that. take it. See, that's the problem with John Popper. He's got 18 you, other you ones. You take it away. You throw it away. He's got this vest just loaded he just with hearts. reaches in yeah. his gun oh. belt. <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny, man. So, yeah, do I shush now? Um, maybe, but it's always just so dicey these days because, like, you don't know who's, who's you know. Gonna, who's, who's holding? Yeah. Who's, who's who's gonna, <laughs> even if they're not holding, who's going to blow up at you? And then all of a sudden it's that fucking scene. That's right. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Escalate. Yeah, you don't know. Can we all just be normal? I, I, really quick, I want to take the temperature of a thing that happened to me. I was on the plane, and I had an aisle seat, and uh, the middle seat was vacant because I, I was I was one of the first to board. And then the guy comes to the middle seat, and I, I get up, and his girlfriend's there, and she goes, excuse me, um, oh, no. do you mind if I if we trade seats so I can sit next to him? Because she I, was in another row? She's in another row, but then I go, what's your seat? <laughs> Yeah, sure. You gotta ask. <laughs> she, she was points, it middle? It was middle, and I said no. Yeah, dude. It, but it, was that like horrible of no, me? No, no, okay. no, no. I just, I, I probably in the past, I have a would very have just, firm stance on this. Would have just acquiesced, but I'm like, I took the effort yep. to get the seat that I wanted. That's right. You guys didn't plan this very well, or you we're know? not able to, and it's just like, and it's also like yeah. a 1.5 hour flight. Yes, you can no, handle. You're correct. Not holding hands for one. You one, are 100 percent okay. right. You okay. should not feel bad. Okay, cool. Uh, that is tough shit. I'm sorry yeah. you don't get to sit next to your boyfriend. I'm sure for they had a magical half, weekend. After but you that, cannot you know? ask somebody to sit in a middle seat. No, Just that's a downgrade. That's a downgrade. You shouldn't even ask. Bad on her for asking. Agreed. Uh, Unless it was just like, oh, I just thought maybe you might like a middle seat, but no one does. No, I, and I wasn't rude about it. I just said, I literally said, honestly, 
I kind of prefer not to have a middle seat, and I, I left it at that. And she was, she was, you know, whatever. Okay, if she wasn't an asshole, then that's fine. She wasn't an asshole, but I just thought I felt like I was an asshole. No, and I you just, were not okay. an asshole. Right, cool. um, the only time where you should consider that is if it's like parent and small child, parent and small child, or maybe some elderly situation. One hundred percent, I would have done that without thinking. Yeah. This is a very young, spry, but BFs couple. No. no, no. no. Oh. All right. Cool. I think we can all agree on that. Moving, moving on. I, I'm getting that. a little worked up because. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I thank you. I'm an aisle seat guy, and you know some people have. I don't, but some people have legit, you know, claustrophobic considerations of not being stuffed in a middle seat or by the window. I'm not one of them. I just don't like it. All right, we're moving on. Anne Marie Bermudez Medina. What a Mouthful of great name. Bermudas Medina? Anne-Marie M- uh, Bermudas uh, Dash Medina. That's amazing. Isn't that fantastic? I love that. I'm Chuck Bryant. You're Noel Brown. How boring is that? You're Charles W. Chuck Bryant, <laughs> son. Whatever. What's your full name? Noel Christian Brown. Oh, all right. I like the name Christian. Good Christian boy. Uh, what movies that involve food have you enjoyed? Movies that serve as a platform uh, platform for a more intricate story. I really like Chef, Ratatouille, and today's special. Uh, Anne-Marie, I have one with a bullet that we have talked about on this very show, and that is the movie Big Night. Uh, wonderful movie uh, that had the uh, Stranger Things guys on to discuss that. And Big Night is wonderful in every way. It makes you very, very hungry. What was that one? Uh, chocolate? Sure. People like that one? Juliette Binoche? Like water for chocolate? Or was that Juliet Binoche? That was Juliet. <laughs> well, no, no. I think maybe both. Chocolat? I can't remember. Chocolat was Johnny Depp and a French a French person. I think Juliet Binoche. I think it was Juliet Binoche. Is she in all the, the chocolate movies? I think she's in all the chocolate movies. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Chocolat Factory. <laughs> that was um, Juliet Binoche. That was also Juliet Binoche. She was Willy Wonka. Uh-huh. Real uh, Oscar, Oscar caliber performance. Uh, let me see here. Stellan Carlson, one of our oldest friends, has a really good question, Noel. What movie have you seen the most times? I don't even know. Gosh. I, I wish I had a counter that actual had an actual factual answer. See, that's the thing that like – it used to be that I would watch movies over and over again. Now, not so much. I could guess. I could probably guess. Uh, probably something like Fight Club mm-hmm. from back when I would obsessively watch movies okay. over and over again. The ones that I bought on DVD very early on uh, would have been Seven, Fight Club – American Beauty, I've probably seen many, many times. I saw that a bunch. Um, Pink Floyd, The Wall, seen uh-huh, that quite a sure. quite a bunch of times. In your drugging days, my drug <laughs> drug induced haze days. Oh, uh, boy, I, I mean, seen Hedvig and the Angry Inch yeah. many times. Are, are we, is he going to come on the show? Now? I'm going to get him on the show. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Jaws has got to be up there. I've seen yeah, that well, a it was bunch. Roman Mars had a number. Oh, that he had I seen. I thought it was at least times? an estimate, and it was it was quite high. India or uh, Raider, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Back to the Future. I've seen all I've seen all those movies a lot. Wonder Boys. That's a good one. Gosh. God, I've probably seen that movie at least ten times. Uh, the very problematic uh, Woody Allen film Manhattan. I've seen a lot. Annie Hall. I've seen a lot. Maybe Jaws though. Yeah, because Jaws is one of those that. I feel like I watch it every year, easily, maybe twice. Good question, though, Stellan. It is a good question. I wish I did have a counter. Uh, Wesley Ball asks us both, Noel, what kind of hi-fi equipment do we have in our homes 
and what are some of our favorite records. Ooh. Well, Wesley, I have a new setup now. Um, I, I, I have had Sonos for a while. Yeah. Which uh, giveth and it taketh away. Like, it's great. But, you know, you're dependent on your, your Wi-Fi. Right. So if your Wi-Fi is fucking up, then your music is down. Mm. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, but I have a system now, Noel, and I believe I've told you, where I have a turntable that plays through Sonos. Cool. So it's wireless. It's the future. Yeah. You can put a record on and wirelessly they beam that somehow. Into your Sonos speakers. That's great. Yeah, I'd love to get something like that. I, I just have a classic old school Sony tuner. And I've got some really cool like wood panel Magnavox speakers from mm-hmm. the 70s that I really like. Ooh, I bet they're good. I've got a really tight uh, – it's not a Technics. I think it's a Gemini turntable. It's like a DJ, like heavy-duty yeah. uh, direct drive turntable with a really nice DJ Stanton cartridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds really good. I wish I could remember my turntable brand. Oh, it's direct drive and has a nice uh, cartridge. Can't remember. I'll have to check that and plug it because it's great. Yeah. No, I'm, I'd love to get more of a wireless setup like that as well, um, especially now that I've got a, a nicer TV and doing more you know, home movie viewings. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't even have the TV pumped through my hi-fi because the speakers on these – TVs you get out of the box are pretty okay these days, actually. They're you know? okay, but I know, Chuck. still not the same as a good, I know, uh, Chuck. I'm going to... Just get a soundbar, at least. I'm going to get a soundbar. You can get a pretty good soundbar for a, good a idea. few hundred bucks. That's a good idea. Uh, I, 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 it's hard for me to choose favorite records, but some that I've bought recently um, were... Let's see... What did I get recently? That was oh, I, I bought um, the the Electric Light Orchestra out of the blue. I got a copy of that, and I you know Mr. Blue Sky obviously is incredible and hugely featured in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. But um, that whole record is just a delight from front to back. It's so good. Yeah, it's just fun. It's just a good feel good fun album. I got that, and I got. Um, a Marianne Faithful record that I really like, and Dusty in Memphis, the Dusty Springfield album. Ooh. I absolutely adore. It's got Burt Bacharach arrangements, yeah. and it's just so Elton great. John talks a lot about her. They were good friends. Writes a lot about hanging out with Dusty Springfield in his memoir. Cool. She's, she's fantastic. Been, yeah, she's great. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So, Noel, I went record shopping in New York City in my favorite part of New York. What's your favorite neighborhood, by the way? I do like the village a lot. Um, West Village? Yeah, the, the, the... yeah, the West, no, the East Greenwich Village? Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village, yeah. Greenwich Village is the West Village. What's the East Village? East Village is East Village. And then right below that is Lower East Side. I love Lower East Side in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Tribeca. Um, sure. Downtown. Down, yeah. Generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. West Village, all day long for me. And I That's where to, St. Uh, Mark's and stuff is, right? Uh, St. Mark's is East Village. Okay, that, that's the area I'm more familiar with. Yeah, Tompkins Square Park, mm-hmm. yep. St. Mark's. Yep. That's St. Mark's area. is great, yep. one of the great streets. That's where, like, over in that area is where, like, CBGBs and... Of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, Bowery. Yep. Uh, West Village was a little more, like, Greenwich Village f- folk poet uh, beat. Is that where Village Vanguard is? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I was there as well over the weekend. Um, Generation Records is where I went on uh, Thompson Street. Nice. They took great care of me. And I got... Uh, they had a bunch of pavement, man. So I don't have pavement on uh, on vinyl. So I got uh, Crooked Rain... I got Wowie Zowie, cool. and I got uh, The Secret History, Volume 1, which is, a, I think, a double album compilation of, like, B-sides and stuff. And then I got, because I was on my way out, and then I just saw uh, they had a special edition 180-gram uh, uh, Kid A Radiohead. Good one. And it's just, Radiohead is such a fixture in our house. Yeah. And I can't wait to put it on. I bet it sounds so good. I got the the full the the, the deluxe moon shaped pool uh, vinyl. God, that album's good. It's so good. I need to get that one. It's really, really good. Straight, straight through. Yeah, totally. That they're the best. They're I mean one of my favorites. You've seen them live, right? Many, many times. Yeah, same here. I didn't tell you this story. Like my mom, when I was. 11, 12 years old, right when OK Computer came out, I was visiting my mom in New York. She was singing. She was like, you want to go to a concert or something? And I picked something out of the you know the city pages or whatever. And I, Radiohead was playing 
uh, at the Hammerstein Ballroom. What tour would this have been? It was right when OK Computer came out. Okay. They never played a room that size ever again. It was yeah. like the Hammerstein Ballroom was maybe a thousand people, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. less. I thought that was great. Uh, and I, I saw, and it was filmed for MTV Live oh, at the wow. Ten Spot. Uh-huh. So I can now go Live on at YouTube. The 10 spot. That's what I it was called. That. So I can go on YouTube now and watch this iconic concert for my that you were eleven year old self that I was there. It Very like cool. blew my blew my mind. They're always great. I never miss it if I if I can help it. Um, Zach Shipping. What's the best barbecue restaurant in Atlanta? There's a really good one down the street from me now called Woods Chapel Barbecue. Oh, yeah? Um, it's in the Summer Hill area, which used to be kind of dead right next to Turner Field. Um, okay. And now it's getting really revitalized since uh, Georgia State University now took ownership of the of the old Brave Stadium. Right. And so we are doing the revitalization that never happened weird. for some reason. Why did it not happen when the because actual Braves were, were playing there? Yeah. It's so strange. So now there's this Woods Chapel Barbecue. They do a really good... Uh, turkey, uh, barbecue turkey breast situation. Interesting. And they have like a really good pimento mac and cheese and really good uh, potato salad and um, brisket and all the usual. It's Where really, are you living these days? I live in Grant Park. I live, I walk oh, to okay, this place. Same. I walk to this place. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, the, yeah, I forgot Grant Park sort of butts up against it over there. Totally. It's right there. And I miss the stadium being down there. It sucks. I know. I used does. to go to games all the time. It's so far away now. Yeah. But I don't know. They knew their audience. I think a lot of people were coming in from Gwinnett. And no, they, it seems to. It, it was seems probably to be, the right move for them. It seems to be working out for them for yeah, sure. But it didn't work out for me. I know. <laughs> Sweet Auburn people love as well. That's Sweet Auburn's good. Uh, I'm a community barbecue guy over in uh, Decatur. It's oh. good. And of course, Fox Brothers is iconic. People yeah, love that. But you think it, it's, it's overrated? Or? No, I think it's good. It's just so hard to get a table and parking is a nightmare. Yeah. So I don't go there ever. But that's a fun place to take out of towners because sure. the actual experience is nice. Yeah. Community is in a shopping center, but... It's just the food is so good. Nice. Best mac and cheese I've ever had. Nice. And the brisket is off the charts. Cool. Good stuff. By the way, I remember uh, Emily remember the movie I watched on the plane from the last episode. <sighs> oh, gosh. I'm, I'm uh, bated breath. It was uh, Long Shot, the Charlize Theron, Seth Rogen movie. Oh, Romantic comedy where uh, Charlize Theron plays a uh, presidential candidate, right. secretary of state and presidential candidate. And he plays a scruffy old friend from childhood who becomes a speechwriter, and uh, they they fall in love. Clearly, super memorable. It was it, <laughs> it was actually good. Okay. I just couldn't remember. Yeah, it was it was good. It was it was like a plane flyer uh-huh. again. Like yeah. I love Seth Rogen. Yeah, love he's fun. Charlie's Theron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, let's check it out. Absolutely. And it was actually good. Did you guys like? Watch it same timesies? No, no, no. She didn't watch it at all. No, okay. She was doing work on her computer. Got it. We've done that before, though. One earbud a piece? No, just like, let's cue it up at the same time. and Cute. You can yeah. also get a splitter. You can bring a little headphone splitter. Yeah, but then you're watching on someone else's seat back. Also true, Chuck. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to finish it up, Noel, with uh, our old pal Vanessa Lopez has a great question. If you could double date with any celebrity couple, who would it be? This is a tough one, Lopez. So my first instinct is Dax and Kristen, because I've met both of them, and yeah. they're both pretty great. They seem delightful. And Emily and I both adore both of them. So that would be one, although it would be really hard to not go for SJP and Matthew Broderick. Um, they're one of our old faves. And we're actually they're, – they're in a Neil Simon play together um, starting next spring in New York, and we're going to go up and see that. Cool. Because they're the best. That sounds great. I don't know. You know who else is? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a closet Justin Timberlake fan. He seems like a fun guy. I think he is. And uh, he's a Memphis boy, which is are my roots. And uh, Jessica Beale, 
uh, I have a lot of respect for her because she's really, um, you know, her the earliest part of her career. I think she was just another pretty face as far as Hollywood was concerned. But there was a lot more going on there. And now she is making really good stuff on her own. She's one of those women in Hollywood that's like, I'm going to go out and form my own production company yeah. and make my own uh, decisions about my career. And she's really into podcasts. She's a huge podcast fan and is adapting um, – is it Crime Town or Lime Town? Lime Town. Lime Town. Is the, is the one that they're pushing now for, for Hulu, I believe. Yeah, and that's Brand hers? Is, yeah. That's uh, the one she's I, doing? I believe so. I get those confused. I know I, I don't listen to either one of them. I, I must be lying. No, it has to be because Crime Town is is the guy. The Crime Town guy is like he's he's his own. I can't remember his name, but he's a yeah. It's Lime Town. Yeah, but she's. I read an interview with her, and she just seems really cool. She's way way into podcasting. Uh, it's one of her favorite things. So that's kind of neat. So that might be up there. I bet they'd be a fun double date, or uh, Krasinski and uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, Krasinski. He'd always be looking off in the camera, smirking. <laughs> Are you listening to Office Ladies? <laughs> no, but I uh, I love both of those women so yeah. much, and uh, I, it's fun. I, and the thing about The Office, the reason this is a genius idea, uh-huh. infinitely rewatchable. Oh yeah, like my you could call my Netflix subscription a fucking The Office subscription. Yeah, like That's, it's it's still one of my late night, um, just sort of like comfort shows put on in the background mm-hmm. while I'm doing something. It's just so good. Yeah, it's it's a good show. Uh, I think. They'll get their legs a bit more. I think it could be a bit more conversational. Got it. Um, I haven't listened yet. I know it's been number one with a bullet uh, yeah. for a, a minute now. I recommend it. I like it. They're both adorable and smart and fun and cool. Um, but I, I think they. I think once they get going a little bit more, they seem just very uh, – they seem so excited um, to be doing this together. I think they just need to uh, relax into the conversation a bit more. Got That's it. my only critique. Got it. But it's fun. I like it a lot. I'm looking forward to checking it out. What an idea. Mm-hmm. So perfect. Wish we could have gotten that show. Would have been fun. Uh, let me see here. Who else? Jeez. Who would you want to have dinner with? Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I love Elton John so much. I would I would go to dinner with uh, Elton and David Furnish, his husband. I don't know about who. But, I mean, he's not a celebrity, husbands. but. That doesn't matter. Um yeah, that's the thing, though, right? Does it have to be a celebrity power couple? Well, I think that's the question. Okay. Ryan Reynolds and uh, Blake Lively. That'd be fun. See, I don't know Blake Lively really very well. Um, I don't know her other uh, than seeing a couple of her movies and um, and thinking she's one of the most beautiful women on planet sure, Earth. Sure, she is. She's, she's so very, So I, I would not mind sharing a dinner with her. Basking in that, in that glow. <laughs> in her light. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds is just the best. He seems so funny and legitimately uh, yeah, he seems like, like, a, like a, good gen- a gentleman and or a scholar. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to pass on this one. All right. You know what your answer should be, Noel? What's that? It's fuck that. Who cares about eating dinner with celebrities? Yeah. Who cares about eating dinner? I want to eat with my friends. Yeah. People I really know. Yeah. My celebrity friends. <sighs> all right. Great question, Vanessa. Yeah. No, seriously. Great questions all. It's fun to be back in here again, Noel. And uh, we will let's let's end with a whimper. <laughs> For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. 
brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.